Episode 38, Making Transparency and Honesty the Only Policy. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. This is The Game Changers, leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, with Jason Jennings. Jason, great to hear your voice today. Uh, Dale, it's uh, it's great to be with you, too, and, and not doing it on a bad connection on FaceTime from someplace else, wherever I was last week. <laughs> it's always great to spend this time together. And uh, just moments before we do the podcast, you drop the topic right there on the table for us. And today you said it's going to be about making transparency and honesty the only policy. And you want to share this amazing story of Jack Stack and SRC Holdings. And so first, set us up, set us up for us. Uh, wh- who is Jack and what is SRC Holdings? What's the story? Well, Jack Stack is a man that every person in business uh, would be very fortunate to spend a day with. Uh, If you could spend a a couple of hundred thousand dollars, give it to a person and say, uh, let me sit at your feet and teach me for a day, uh, he's the one man that you would want to do that. So so here's his story. Um, Jack Stack, uh, very early in his career, went to work for uh, International Harvester. And he became one of their youngest managers ever. And uh, in his late 20s, uh, they sent him from Illinois down to Springfield, Missouri to run a plant. And it was a plant that was in a lot of trouble. And uh, Jack spent some time there. And he said, whoa, things are worse than anybody at headquarters thought. And he quickly realized that one of several things was going to happen. Either International Harvester would sell the plant, uh, shut the plant down, or starve the plant. And so he decided, I mean, he had no money, virtually no money at all. Uh, But he said, you know what? Uh, A bunch of us who are here and and, and see a vision for the possibilities of what could be, uh, we should consider buying it. So he goes back to Illinois, and International Harvester said, well, we'll sell you the plant for $9 million. So Stack goes back to Springfield, Missouri. He had about $30,000. And uh, there was a group of about seven people, and together... They came up with $100,000. Now, $100,000 in equity uh, for $9 million purchase. I mean, that's, that's a pretty paltry sum. And so he went out because when you're young, you don't know what's not possible. And he began talking to banks. And he just kept getting rejected by one bank after the other. One bank would say, no, the current ratios don't work. The long-term ratios don't work. Debt to equity doesn't work. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. And these were things he had no idea what they were. And so in the process of spending two years finding a bank to finally give them the money, he really was forced to become a financial expert. And in the process of becoming a financial expert, and knowing every line on a financial statement, every line in the P&L, every line of the balance sheet, understanding how one corresponded to the other and the ratios they had to be at, he thought, you know what? He said, it's not only me that should have this knowledge. He said, every single individual within the company should have this knowledge. So they finally raised the money. So, so listen to this. I mean, imagine that debt to equity. I mean, they had $100,000 in equity. I mean, they had $8.9 million in debt. And when they closed the deal, their shares were worth $0.10 apiece. But here's what he began doing immediately. 
every Wednesday at 12 noon, a bell would ring in the plant, and everybody, uh, and everybody would stop what they were doing, and they would report to the lunchroom or the break room where they would gather for an hour. And for one hour, Stack would teach them business. This is a balance sheet. This is a profit and loss statement. And he would take them over every single line of both the P&L and the balance sheet. So this is several hundred people in a plant. I mean, learning. He called it the great game of business. I know, then, but what if, what if something happened and, and there was a downturn and he had to lay people off and, and there needed to be some secrecy or there needed to be behind closed door meetings? Well, as, Cl- as, as, as Cliff Hudson, the CEO of Sonic Drive-In, told me, uh, when, when, when Cliff had uh, the receptionist in the executive area go out on maternity leave, he thought, you know what, I'm going to move out to the reception desk uh, for the several months that she's gone. Well, when she came back, they gave her another job, and, 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 and he never left the reception area. His office is the reception area. And I remember asking him, uh, where do you go when you've got to discuss something private or something secret? And he said, uh, you know, if a public company ever has to discuss something private or secret, they're probably doing something wrong. He said, there's nothing we can't talk about right here. Mm. So if you've got several hundred people in a plant knowing how much money is in the bank, what the receivables are, what the backlog of business is, I mean, if there's going to be a layoff at some point in time, well, guess what? They'll see it coming. I mean, long before being told by somebody, guess what? Pick up your final check at 5 o'clock because here's what Stack knew. Stack knew if he could get every single person in the plant pulling for the success of the plant, that would be the ultimate in accountability for everyone. And so every week, I mean, the bookkeeper would get up and say, here's how much cash we have in the bank. The sales manager would get up and say, well, here's what we said we were going to close last week. Here's what we actually closed. Just imagine the incredible peer pressure that was taking place. Well, in the process, I've had the opportunity to walk Jack Stack's plants at SRC Holdings, and you will have people who are rebuilding radiators, and I will tell you this, they know more about reading a balance sheet or a financial statement than you and I ever could dream of. He has taught them all to become business experts. He's actually put them all in charge of their own destiny, in charge of their own life. But now here's the other story that Jack Stack told me. And I may have told you this story one other time, but it's a, but it's a brilliant story. Because today, SRC Holdings is actually made up of 35 separate companies. Uh, Jack Stack, uh, many years ago, uh, decided to go to China on, on a trip. And when he was over there, he, he was going to go and visit the world's largest manufacturer of fireworks. And so they were on a several-hour journey out of Beijing or Shanghai or Dalian or wherever they were. And uh, his host said, we're almost there. And they came over the crest of a hill. And Jack Stack was expecting to see this huge, huge factory. And he didn't. He saw hundreds of little, tiny buildings. And he said, well... Uh, this is the world's biggest manufacturer of fireworks? Yes, sir, it is. Well, why are they in hundreds of small little buildings? And his host said, because you see, sir, occasionally when you're working with fireworks, they set off and you have an explosion. If we had one big building, we would have one big explosion. But if we have hundreds of little buildings, we will have a little explosion and we will mourn the loss and then we will all go back to work. And this really spoke to Stack, and he said, why would I want to have one giant company with thousands and thousands and thousands of people? Let's insulate ourselves against potential downturns or against something that doesn't work out. And so he has built 
35 separate companies employing anywhere between 100 to 300 people, and they're all individual freestanding entities. But in every single one of these businesses, once a week, you take an hour off and you go in and you look at the balance sheet, you look at the financial statement, and you get the report on the way things are. Well, how are things? Well, they've got less turnover than any other company. They've got higher employee engagement than you can probably ever shake a stick at. Oh, and Dale, those shares, when they began SRC Holdings with that $8.9 million in debt and the shares that were worth $0.10 cents each, uh, each of those shares is now worth more than $250. And the company has literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millionaires. Now, the last question I asked about needing a secret place to go and have conversations was I was being facetious. Uh, hopefully right. that was obvious. We've had conversations in the past around this table we call a podcast about the importance of making everyone feel like an owner. You said you walked the factory floors of Jack's companies and you saw the people talk to the people. Tell me about the level of ownership they feel when they can grab a balance sheet and know how to read it to the depth and with clarity that they, they've been taught by Jack? Well, uh, consider this, Dale. Uh, we talk about game changers here. Uh, this is not a game changer. This is a life changer. Because all of a sudden, if you know everything that's happening at your company, I mean, and you know the balance sheet, and you know the profit and loss statement, you've got no problem. You feel very empowered to say to Sarah, the head of sales, hey, Sarah, you didn't have a very good week last week. You better keep us all working this week. You know, get that nose to the grindstone. But in addition to knowing these things about your company, uh, I'll ask you a question. Uh, do you think you become a little bit more of a savvy investor in your personal life as well? See, what Jack Stack has pulled off uh, with his open book management, which is 100% open all the time, uh, it's not a game changer. It is a life changer. Hmm. Absolutely. So you're one, the, the one thing we want listeners to take away from this podcast, look for ways you can be open and transparent, honest and transparent in, in your business. So what, if you were to say, okay, listener, uh, you know, we've got a manager who's listening to this or a business owner who's listening to this podcast and they're thinking, I don't even know where to start when they walk in tomorrow morning, walk in the office, give us some ideas on where they need to start with the transparency. Um, well, there's that old throwaway line, which will probably date me because it goes back a long time. And that is, uh, you cannot be uh, a little bit pregnant. Uh, you are either pregnant or you are not pregnant. Uh, you are either transparent or you are not transparent. And if you're transparent, you, you have a necessity, you have a need to be transparent in everything. I mean, do you want to take baby size or, uh, you know, baby size steps? Well, you can do that. I mean, start with the financial statement. Start with the P&L. Start with the balance sheet. Start teaching your people the great game of business, and uh, it'll catch on like wildfire. Well, that is excellent advice. We thank you so much. Tell you what, uh, if you have gotten something out of this podcast, we encourage you to go to iTunes and be sure to rate and leave a review. We're going to start recognizing those people who do so. We'll call you out by name and give you a big thank you for leaving that review and that rating on iTunes. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Send the link to this podcast on to friends who would benefit from listening to Jason and, and this game-changing advice you hear. And uh, Jason, any parting words for folks? 
Uh, yes, you know, normally we're talking about uh, my books, uh, but today let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Jack Stack's book, uh, The Great Game of Business. Uh, it is a book that everybody in business should download and read. The man is humble, he's authentic, he's a remarkable genius who has just done incredible things and changed thousands and thousands of lives. And the title, one more time? Uh, Jack's uh, most recent book is The Great Game of Business. Cool. Download it and read it. It is truly a game changer and a life changer. On the reading list, Jason Jennings, great to be with you today. Thank you so much for that great advice. We'll talk to you next week. See you next week for a cup of coffee. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.